Turn that thing down and get ready for school. That's right, everybody. It's time for morning coffee. That's right. Get yourself together. The show that comes to you live and unscripted from Los Angeles, California. With today's news, whatever we want to talk about, whatever we're feeling, that's the way we do it at morning coffee. We say, come on in. Join us. Be cool. Just move with Yes. We one of those days, Vic. You know, all I want to talk about is March Madness and not necessarily basketball. Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's spring fever. And there's a lot of stuff in the news. I got some news I'm going to talk about today. Whether or not the political process that's going on, whether you feel connected, and whether or not you have a dog in this fight. My dogs were, um, I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say it. First of all, I've never been connected. I've been subjected, but never connected. Just want to let you know, there's a difference in the political framework. Talk to me in uh, four years. Where's that kind of day? Come on, y'all. We start to show off with a stretch. Come on and stretch your arms, stretch your limbs, and get ready for that morning coffee. Whatever you're having this morning, get your yogurt, your bran muffins, your scrambled eggs. Hey, how about those unfiltered camels? Those illegal Cubans that badass Cali. Whatever you're having this morning, come on, y'all. Have it with us. Get your morning coffee. I see we got Lydia in the house. What's up, Lydia? Miss Madison, tell you, living sheep. Y'all in the house today. It's going to be that kind of day. So get ready. Get your stretch on. Get your move on. Get your groove on. We got the sports. We got the hot picks. We got the freebie song of the week. And we got the latest animation, slideshow animation, featuring the photography of Victor Allen, the beautiful images of our own hot chocolate, Mika Williams, and the artistry of Moi. Yeah. That's a good one. I can't even spell right. Come on! Yeah, get your sit-ups going. I do some push-ups, but I need somebody down there pushing back. Come on, y'all. One, two, three. Come on, we got Sandra heading Marshawn in the house. Two other Facebook folks coming in. Mac McAllister's in the house. Man, good morning, all y'all. I told y'all, it's one of those days. Hey, Vic, the new technology, once again, streaming live to Facebook. Come on, y'all can watch us at Paxdale.club, Paxdale.mobi if you want to save money. Hey, Paxdale.tv is my playground. Come on, y'all. Be cool. Yes. Let's just do what we came to do. Come on. Come on. Be cool. All right. Hey, man. Like that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something just to make sure, man. You popping you string? I want to just make sure. Am I? You got Ustream uh, flowing? I just want to make sure if it's not my. Uh, ah, that's okay. But you know what? I'm getting I'm a lot of echo yeah. on you, too. And you know what? Your speaker's up louder or something? No, no. Okay, I'll take I, I, I'll go down on it. Also, no, I'll I actually, you're going to trip off of this, Mario. I actually could see your wirecast windows and see that you didn't have it switched over from here on the camera. I was going like this. I said, I could actually see Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's what I was saying. That I just, That's why I knew. 
Uh, Mac, you may, you know, some folks having some trouble with the audio. Remember, you guys got to do those updates. Oh, yeah. Mac, try a different one, Mac. I'm telling you. Whenever yeah. you don't have a uh, reboot the page. Yeah. Reboot the page. Uh, remember, you can listen to us a bunch of ways. Remember, we are broadcasting live here from Los Angeles, California. As we so often say, we may not be in the ghetto, but we can see the fence. And we're live on Ustream, both mobile and high quality. On live stream, both mobile and high quality. We're live on Blog Talk Radio. We're live on Shoutcast Internet Radio. We're live on Meerkat. And we're also live now on Facebook. Uh, some of you, so remember, there's a bunch of updates and stuff, so as far as we can tell on our side, everything looks good. So welcome, you guys. Welcome to Morning Coffee, the show that comes to you live and unscripted. Let me get, and I got to pull up my visual aids, because I do have visual aids to help me through the show. And first of all, I want to say to all of you out there, Happy Easter. For those of you who, 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 who that is a holiday that you celebrate, I want to say Happy Easter to you. And hope you had a wonderful time with your friends and family. I uh, want to send condolences out to a good friend of mine, Meredith Beal, whose father just passed. And we're going to uh, hopefully get a chance to mention a few of his dad's accomplishments. A very, very, very accomplished uh, black man, uh, Meredith Beal of Lasting Value. So our prayers and condolences go out to the family and so we want them to know that we're thinking about them and they're in our prayers hey Vic today when we do get to the news my topic for the news today mm -hmm. is going to be election politics Okay. and whether or not you have a dog in this fight a lot of people turned off by the election right? you know so right. there could be a potential crisis if people are not involved are you uh, we'll talk about how legitimate that that is but that's mm. the issue. Do you have a dog in this fight? Mm -hmm. And do you feel like you, you know, you need to be a part of this whole discussion? I put a picture up there of the the latest, at least the folks there that are mm. being considered. So that's what we're. How about you? What do you have for today? Uh, I'm going to uh, hit you in the head with a little bit of the uh, March Madness. Uh, number ones are tumbling and falling out of play. No, no, no big deal. But I'm going to go over to Coach K because all of the mighty have fallen when. All of a sudden, they get undressed, and that's AKA courtesy of Samuel L. Jackson. This is the example. Then we're going to go to hot picks, and I'm going to do the old to the old, old school. I'm going to give you guys Elvis Presley's hottest co stars versus James Bond in the 1960s. So, all you people who are over a certain age, you can relate and tell me who you think had the best swag. All right, so you know, that's hot picks. We say be there for hot picks. Get your robe open. Be part of that experience. <laughs> hey, you guys. So it's what what a wonderful day in the neighborhood for 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 most of us. It's now really getting the full spring changes on. We've been talking about that and about the rights that come about every spring. Now, what I'm noticing is how I'm not as excited as I used to be. If you think about it, spring break. Right. You think about getting out there. Right. And you know, I must admit, I'm a little less excited than I have been previously. Maybe because one of the joys of being single, which I've been celebrating lately, is that I get to save a bunch of money. <laughs> That's <Now> that, <laughs> pretty good. It's March. Yeah. And I want you to understand how much money I saved this past Christmas. Valentine's hmm. and now Easter now by not having a, a woman 
Now is a safe time and an inexpensive time of year to have a woman because you've mostly gotten through the spending holiday. So men, take a deep breath. You can exhale. <laughs> and it's okay to have a woman now because you've passed Valentine's Day. You've passed Christmas. And I know ladies are saying, Mario, you asshole. <laughs> you know, you're giving away. You just got them switching over to... Um Orange is new black, man. That's you guys, is that true? That's I don't know. Up. We used to say when I was young and broke that there were no, it was not no new girlfriends between like October <laughs> and and the end of February. Mm. <laughs> mm. So that was about to cost you, right? Right. They're going to get you for Christmas, right? New Year's. I know nothing about this. All of that costs brothers money. Uh, Christmas, no, no, New no. Year's. Mm-hmm. That, so now comes the time of year where the women are out there showing their everything. They've been working out, trying to get ready. The brothers been getting the stuff together too, getting the pad together, you know, getting their room together at their parents' house. Right. <laughs> Washing the car and getting ready for spring because it's this it's spring it's spring fever. You know, it's spring fever, and people are losing their mind. When, if, when you're young enough, this is when you go crazy, because the parties start happening, the clothes start coming off, and so hence this week's more this week's quiet storm. See, because this week on the quiet storm, I, my theme for this week is going to be spend the night responding to the late night invitations. That's right. This Friday, remember, Friday's our triple banger night. We start off with the uh, Mood Control Quiet Storm pre-show at 7. And then we have the Quiet Storm at 8. And then we have the I, Victor, at 10. Right. And so uh, this week it's going to be spend the night responding to late night invitations. Okay. Um, now, what, at what age did you switch over to saying now I could save money? Because there was a time that I you got old. Where you look forward to spending money because you say I got that cheese. I had, right? to, I, had to, I had to add in the extra ten dollars to my dates. Wait a minute. I, well, let me tell you how funny to it get was. my pills. Let me tell you how funny it was. We would sit up there and have not enough money, right? Oh yeah. But found a way to calculate where we're going to go to make it so it's enough money. So now you're going, I have way more money than I used to, and I'm not trying to spend well, any of that, right? Vic, we were, if, for those of you, okay, let's reminisce about our spring dating rituals. Me and my boys had it worked out how to do the ultimate dates right. for the least money. Right. I mean, we knew a place where we could go get one rose, right. one rose, mm-hmm. and the guy would charge us like six bucks. That's right. You know, one rose. So we would get one rose. We would go get a card. Then we would call this. We're going to give them a, a date with a spring factor of 9.5. Right. That means the idea was that a date so good that the woman would be sprung. So we would get the one rose. We would get the card. I would make a tape to play right. in the car. I would right. make a cassette tape yeah. dedicated to the woman. The best of the click Yeah, it would be like the tape would come in. Right. This is for you, baby. This is for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got one. Name an artist you introduced to a woman the first time she heard it. You got nothing but credits. Even an e-ticket on a Disney ride. Do you remember who that was? No artist. You don't have to remember the woman because you know you ain't going to remember her. <laughs> she said, oh, who? Probably Michael Henderson. Michael man. Henderson? All right. Michael Franks for me. Oh, Michael Franks, right. right. Michael well, we used to try to get right. women sprung yeah. with the music. Now, Sandra Marchand is in the is in the Facebook chat room, and she is a music 
aficionado. Right. You look up music aficionado, they have her picture. That's cold. <laughs> that is cold. But anyway, so she knows her stuff too. Right. But you know, music is the way to a woman's heart. Last week on The Quiet Storm, I got Miko a couple of times with some old jazz cuts, some Pat Metheny. Had Miko moaning and groaning. What's happening, Vic? Zapping PMC, everybody logging in, Vic. Right. So we had we had Miko molded and grown into some Pat Metheny. So music is the way to the heart. And so at this time of year, people get their tapes together and get ready for the spring chase. So now, you do know the college students are going. This is Christmas time for us. So whatever you're talking about, spring break is like a break and Christmas and then some. You don't remember those days, man? Spring break. You don't. I remember spring break. I went to Howard. I went to a historically black university. With no spring Howard breaks. University. They had no and spring so, breaks. Spring break. I'm just telling you, as a brother from the West Coast, I had never seen nothing like this. <laughs> see, I had see. never seen it. You notice the smile is still on my face, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 30 years later. Still. That's right. It's like, <laughs> Motivation, right? <laughs> All right, you guys. So listen, remember, I told you we got the song of the week. I want to get you going with the song of the week. Then we're going to come back and get into the news this morning, at least the news discussion. And the news discussion, again, is, you know, with the upcoming elections, do you have a dog in this fight? Because a lot of people seem to be you know, uh, distance. At the same time, the Tea Party and all those folks are incensed and more active than ever. A lot of us are now feeling distant and just disconnected from the process. Right. So we're going to talk about that, how we should be approaching this election, you know, uh, as folks part of the neo-urban community that we have, and they range. Right. And we're not. And I don't get into the party thing. Right. We're going to talk about some of that during the piece. Hmm. But it'll be, uh, so we'll get back to that. All right, now before that, I got the indie song of the week. The indie song of the week, you guys, is by Love Shadow. All right, and the song is. Where is my song? Yes, the song is called Back to Me. There's a bunch of Love Shadow songs that are excellent and wonderful. Remember, with Love Shadow, the music is free. You can go to dig.ccmixture.org and get this music for free right now. You can go get all of the Love Shadow collection. In fact, if you come to Pack Stereo TV, you can actually get a bunch of the music that was originally released by the Pack Stereo record label that we had for years uh, and go get that. And put that and, and use that for your own uh, for your own purposes. Oh, I'm losing my Facebook. So anyway, here's the indie song of the week. Back to me, Love Shadow. Be right back. Facebook connection. God, you came, it seems you're be something I did wrong. Oh, baby, please, I need you. Never 
was a new application, y'all. For those of you having trouble, log in to packstereo.mobi. That's good for your smart devices or your tablets. It saves you money, too. We were the two turned into one. How do I live this life with you going away? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now too many nights have passed me by, and too many mornings fill my eyes. That I cry for you. Come back, be there. Come back to me. Come back to me. Believe that I was strong, a man afraid of nothing. I had the world inside my hands, that's what I told myself. But now I see that I was wrong. The truth is, I have nothing. If I don't have you, oh. What's happening, Jose? Now too many nights have passed me by And too many mornings fill my eyes Still wet with the tears that I cry for you Come back, be there Right, Songboy 3 on vocals, aka Frank Carter. Song by Love Shadow. Back to me. All right, you guys, that's the sound of Love Shadow. We tell you you can get this music for free. We proudly support indie artists, and these artists are making their music available for you for free. So go to dig.ccmixter.org or even Google CC Mixter, that's M I X T E R C C M I X T E R, and find about this movement. This is a movement of indie artists worldwide who are bringing you music for free. They retain their rights to use it for commercial pro- pro- you know, purposes, but they make it available to fans 
for free. So go take it look, check it out. You can download that track. Again, that's Love Shadow. Vocals by Songboy3, a.k.a. Frank Carter. And we love that music, so go and get some. Vic, yeah. I want to tell everybody, if you're having trouble with the Facebook technology, remember... New technology, you guys. Here at Paxteria, we're always experimenting. I actually have to run the Facebook connection on a phone. If you can see what I have here, I have four phones as part of our whole broadcast system. And so, you know, we're ambitious here at Paxteria TV. So whenever they come out with new technology, I try to add it. I try to just do more. We do more. So like I said, right now, we're live streaming here in Los Angeles, California. We may not be in the ghetto, but we can see the fence. And we're live on Ustream, mobile and high quality, on Livestream, mobile and high quality, Meerkat, Facebook, all of it, okay? So come and take a look. If you have trouble with the Facebook, get tired of that, I suggest you try Paxstereo.mobi, M-O-B-I, because that's a special connection that we designed that gives you a wonderful visual stream almost the same size as your audio stream so it saves you money you could watch it on packstereo.mobi it's optimized for your phones or your devices so it's optimized for you and therefore it'll uh, it'll work better for some reason gotta acknowledge my people Vic how you do I got Bobby Scholl you know Jose Venegas um, the folks the, these are my peeps <laughs> you're doing my better. peeps you're doing Lydia good. Madison you're doing good PMC and they I'm all back y'all making me feel good old brother smiling over here well yeah well see I'm gonna have to <laughs> apologize because like I said I think I'm over here at the equator my phone said you know Calm it down, temperature wise, and then said, "You know, let me take a break I, on Meerkat." You put so the my phone in your front pocket, my, my, it, <laughs> dude. I tell you, dude, you got to put dude, your phone in the. I, I'm, I got to apologize, man. To my people, I'm bringing it right back. You'll see me say, "I'm back at morning coffee." Continue to stream. All right. Yeah. Well, remember, you guys, we are 420 friendly. So, you know, as part of the whole New World Motivation, we are acknowledging the freedom of folks to indulge in those things that they find creative and good for their own physical wellness. So we are 420 friendly. We say whatever you're having this morning, whatever you're sipping on, whatever you're smoking on, whatever you're chewing on, come and share with us. Are you ready for some news? Mm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. That's right, the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. That was good, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, right. All right, you guys, today's topic of the news is really related to all the stuff that's going on in right now with relative to the upcoming elections and some people are more active more more active than others other than other times and other people are less let's let's frame it up the tea party people who recently discovered that their vote didn't really mean much which a lot of us have known for a long time but since they just discovered that they have been in shock and an outrage and so they have been active going protesting you know actively supporting Donald Trump because of well that's part of the debate it's Donald Trump is part of the controversy you have a bunch of your folks out there who are angry 
who are supporting him uh, and there are a lot of folks who are equally angry that he's even there and that people support him you also have to the side just a bit Hillary Clinton who in herself is somewhat polarizing for many people and then you have Ted you know Ted Cruz who as who being the voice I guess of the Tea Party was previously considered an outsider but now because of Donald Trump is the insider that they're willing to support the question I have is do you have a dog in this fight you have Bernie Sanders who now I don't know how much well since this we just weigh in I tend to support Bernie because we share a lot of the same political views that's why I support Bernie I tend not to support Hillary because as far as I'm concerned she's about as insider as you could be you know and this gets to a conversation I have to have all the time with my own family about Bill Clinton and my my dissatisfaction with the Obama administration so that's another whole topic indeed but now in the face of that then you turn to the Republicans who have been self-destructing and that's been part of the, the joy of me watching this now let me just tell you I am an independent so I don't get me into the discussion of Democrats versus Republicans even though I must admit in the current times it seems like Republicans doing everything they can to distinguish themselves as being the voice of bigotry <laughs> even though I'm the one who would have argued to you that the differences between the parties are mostly on the surface and that's another discussion to have and that especially when it comes to the money they mostly agree do you have a dog in this fight well let me frame it up the way I see it. Donald Trump, who's open bigotry, let's put it like this. Like I've said to people, if I don't think supporting Donald Trump makes you a bigot, it just means that being a bigot isn't a deal breaker for you. In other words, there are people who really would say, listen, his bigotry is a pain in the ass, but I'd, I'd support him anyway. Because I want his other stuff so much that I'm willing to ignore his bigotry. And I've heard that, see, because I actually listen, okay, you guys, because even as a radical leftist, and you're going to hear me say this a lot, let's try to understand each other so we don't just go straight to the fighting. I'm saying that as a radical leftist, dude, okay? It's not productive. We tend to go straight to the fighting, it's not productive, okay? Because there are people out there who are Republicans who are not the worst people in the world. There are people who are Republicans for very, you know, to me, their re- reasons. It's why you're something, right? Like why you're a Republican or why you're a Democrat or why you serve in the military or why you don't. Why are you an anti-war you know, war protester? Why? All the whys are important to me. But the thing is, we have to try to listen to folks so that we can understand their points of views instead of just immediately reacting. So... For example, I know some black Republicans, a few, more than a few. And again, they're as outraged with the problems going on with the Republican Party. You know, much in the same way that people who were in the Catholic Church were outraged with all the issues with the the priest scandal, but that didn't make them leave the Catholic Church. So we can understand that. Do you have a dog in this fight? Hillary Clinton is a person that, again, many people support her and support the Clintons who many black people call Bill Clinton the first black president 
okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, the point being, they 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 looked at the Clintons as being friendly toward people of color, at least more friendly than other folks. As I said before, all you have to do is say, "We shall overcome and play an instrument," and black folks will open their arms and welcome you. Sorry to say that, no, I so, but that's what he did. Because we, have, as a people, have been so long neglected and ignored by the political system that whenever we would get acknowledged, to any degree almost, you would get our support because no one would acknowledge us. So Hillary Clinton is using a lot of, she actually garners a lot of black support. Okay? Uh, then there's the whole woman thing with Hillary, even though, again, I'm not sure she represents the values that I do, even though there are some things that we have in common. My issue with Hillary being, she's about as mainstream on the money stuff the Clintons are as any of them. They might as well be the Bushes. You, you want to talk about that in a different program? We can. But when it comes to the money, they definitely do the same thing. By the way, the Obama administration's almost done. I'm still waiting for the change. <laughs> when it comes to the money, I love having the representative of the figure and all that impact that it does. And it does do a hell of a lot to have an African-American president who stands, speaks so well, and does those things so well. However, I'm still waiting for the change. Okay. Ted Cruz. Wow. Tea Party candidate, Cuban, right? Who is about... He's another one of those Latinos who seems to deny his heritage. He's about as white as you could be for a Cuban, and which is part of the reason why he can be selected by that party. Right now, the Republican Party wants as white a candidate as they can find. That's what was the problem with Rubio. He looked too Mexican. Did you see his wife? I said this before. They look so ethnic. I'm sorry. Rubio, you were a wonderful cat for that, for that group. You should have been the one. But you, and the backlash, and this, by the way, this backlash is because of Obama. They are so mad that they just had to have eight years of an African-American president. Remember, the goal is to take back, I'm not sure what they're taking back, and give it to, I'm not sure who they're giving it to. So I'm not sure they're taking it back from, and I'm not sure who they're giving it to. But somehow they feel they've had to suffer under eight years of Obama, and the Republican Party right now wants the whitest candidate they can find. And if you can't look at you can't be it. <laughs> Too bad John, you know, Kasich would be the one because on paper and on principle, he would be the, the candidate that would have a better chance. No way. So it shows you the state affairs. Do you have a dog in this fight? So Bernie Sanders, and I appreciate Bernie for what he stood for, always willing to be the underdog, always willing to support unpopular viewpoints because they are right. I don't defend everything that Bernie's done, and I don't support every position that Bernie has, Sanders has had at all. But of all these candidates, to me, he has always seen, at least amongst these four, he is the only human being. <laughs> the rest, I have no idea. They are probably aliens from another candidate, what's going to be another planet. And are uh, you know subjects of DNA manipulation? <laughs> because when it comes to Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, who do you choose? And the biggest argument for Hillary is that you want to defeat <laughs> 
Trump and Cruz. If it was if if Hillary actually had to run against a candidate that had any appeal whatsoever, <laughs> she would have a hard, hard time. She would have a hard but look how wonderful this works out, you guys. And some might even will say that's kind of a conspiracy kind of a thing. Here you have Hillary Clinton, fairly undesirable to many of us, but who looks more desirable because she's up against Donald Trump and Ted Cruz. For me, it's the illusion of choice, Vic. I've said this about the elections in the past. When you get to choose who I'm choosing from, then maybe that's no choice at all. True. Do you have a dog in this fight? Am I supposed to vote for Hillary Clinton purely as an effort to defeat Donald Trump? Really? Really? Mm. Those are the kind of discussions we're having today. And I'm not sure what the answer is. Should you support Donald Trump because you consider him to be an outsider? And are you willing to put his bigotry aside because you feel that's more important? Again, I'm not going to demonize every Donald Trump supporter. But I will say this. The current climate, which to some, again, seems so, so distressing, it's not distressing to me. It's not surprising to me. I said before, the people who are surprised by Donald Trump's popularity are white folks, not black folks. When I was growing up, you guys, everybody was Donald Trump. <laughs> All of America. That's the way people spoke and acted. My mother used to call me to the TV. Tom Bradley ran for mayor with three times. I remember Sam Yorty saying on TV, do you really want one of them to be mayor? You could be an open bigot when I was young. When I was young, bigotry was the way. The average American was openly, vocally racist and bigoted. We had this argument. Well, we're going to continue to have this. As it turns out today, all my friends with whom I've had to argue about America's racism, they've all shut up. When I, you know how it is. Black folks would say, oh, this is racist. This is bigoted. White folks would say, oh, you're overreacting. This is racist. This is bigoted. White folks will say, oh, you're overreacting. Now, in today's climate, I never had yet any argument when I argue about America's bigotry. Donald Trump has proven that. It's documented. You get to see it. Now, why do I not mind it? Because it's way less than what it was before. When I was a kid, 85-90% of America was Donald Trump. Now it's 36% of Republicans. That's a big change, you guys. For the first time in my life, it is not okay to be publicly racist. When I was a kid, you could do it openly. Openly. It still is a lot of problems because you notice the media will never call Donald Trump a bigot or racist. As far as the media is concerned, major networks, the only racist that exists in America is David Duke. He's the only person... Have you ever heard him name anybody else as racist or bigoted other than David Duke, the head of the Klan? They won't even name any sub-Klan men. So American media will never call almost anybody racist. Just like we'll never say we committed genocide against the Native Americans. We won't say those things. America has trouble with the truth. They got to give you that sweetened up version of the truth like that's why we can't say genocide when it comes to Native Americans who still live on the worst patches patches of piece of shit land that we could find in America to stick them on <laughs> that's why they're there 
We found the worst land that we could find and stuck them all there, the ones we didn't kill. <laughs> so, do you have a dog in this fight? You probably don't. I suggest, like I said, my dog is Bernie, but again, I refuse to vote for Hillary and, and solely to stop Donald Trump. Even though I was badgered into voting, you know, uh, in the past for folks because they said, oh, my, if you don't vote for them, the other folks are going to win. And my whole family badgered me. This time I'm not doing that. I'm not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't care for her. Uh, and I think this the whole Clinton thing has been a sham. But most, like most of the presidents. So you say, Mar, which one? But remember, I said all of them. I said all of them. Remember, I said to be president, you have to kiss a ring. To be president, you have to stand in a room with people who I probably do not respect and say the right things. You have to do that to be president. Because you ain't paying for it. So you got to get in a room with people who I probably do not like or respect. And you got to kiss the ring. My buddy says it a different way. He says you have to suck the sun. You know, that's what they say. <laughs> and that's what you have to be to be president. You have to go to the room and suck it. And once you suck it, you let them all know that you are down for what's going to go down. <laughs> and you go along with the program. Donald Trump refuses to go along with the program so he can't be president. They would have to get rid of him. Ted Cruz used to be a radical Tea Party person. Now he's an insider because he's willing to go with the game. Do you have a dog in this fight? I don't know. I don't know. Vic? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, yeah let, me, let, me, let me do it. I only have uh, a couple of pennies in this fight. Number one, always pretend like you're talking to young kids. Do you give them no hope? Before, before, as opposed to people who are voting for someone against someone. A lot of times people go like, who's, who's the least worse? <laughs> so that's usually what a lot of people are doing. Now, the question I'm enjoying uh, is not about getting into this thing where the uh, Republicans are imploding. That to me is the greatest show on turf. And so I'm just letting you know this right now. The greatest show on turf. <laughs> so, so, am I watching them implode? Right now, here's the other thing. I'm really looking for that ninth planet in the solar system. You know, I'm more intrigued by that right now. And also, I was watching the trailer tears uh, yesterday about you know the whole thing, I, especially when they say if you think you got it bad, be black, and then be an American Indian that's black. Yes, so when you, when you think about it, now it didn't end there because. I went over and looked at a lot of things that dealt with what I call those uh, who are the masters of the universe. So I went and looked at the Turkish thing, the Armenian genocide, Bosnia, Herzegovina. Man, there's a lot of there's a, a lot of there's a lot of so, genocide so, right. out there. So I'm not I'm not trying to isolate I'm not trying to isolate just this. What I'm enjoying is that people are really only interested in politics every four years. So far as I'm concerned. Has the deficit been reduced? No. Okay. Well, or what? <laughs> or has it reflected? Has it been? <laughs> Maybe, but has it impacted your check? <laughs> Whatever they say, deficit right. up, deficit down, deficit right, deficit left. <laughs> How is your damn bank account? So, that other shit is bullshit. So, so okay. So let me just Give say this. Jab. Let me just say this. <laughs> I, I'm taking a, a scenario here that's people going to have a rough time. Just pretend like it's not Trump, but it's someone like Trump. And, and, like and, Trump. And, they, and they stumble in and become president 
and the deficit starts getting reduced, but they're a bigot or a racist. Feel better? Think about it now. Well, like I've said before, the Republican Party would accept Donald Trump if he would be a team player and know how to kiss the ring. <laughs> See? Because he won't be a team player because he's a loose cannon who will not kiss the ring, they have to destroy him. Now, that's what they do to everybody else, liberal or leftist who... So I'm just with the, I see my thing is they just gonna do the same shit to him that they've been doing to us forever. So some of y'all take pleasure in that. I go okay. It's still the same shit. For the Donald Trump is getting done for similar reasons that they did us. You ain't a team player. I'm not a team player. People I work with support. So my group of people politically, they're not team players. At least they're not on that team. And so. No goal is to cause them hardship. Yeah, I see. I, all I'm saying is, is that when you have a wonderful system, and I like, I like what Brick Lay was uh, talking about. He says, "How can a man have three wives and four bankruptcies, and then be the choice?" I said, "But this is America. Aren't you supposed to enjoy?" How many people sat there and said, "There's bankruptcy laws that actually are in my favor," and you had no problem with it, and now all of a sudden it's a problem during election. Well, you have to so have some I'm money. Just, so, so wait a minute. Wait, people too wait, broke to wait go a bankrupt. minute. Wait a minute. See, I'm not looking at I'm not looking at Donald Trump because of his bankruptcies. I'm saying, who takes advantage of the bankruptcy laws? Oh, the people with money. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. Hey. Well, a lot of us take advantage of those laws, you know. You See, know, that's a whole that's a whole so, mentality. So, so at the end of the day, are we good Americans? Well, yeah, I'm just saying. At the are end you of the a day, good American? Do we have if Social Security? Has, is it being impacted now? Is it flourishing? Uh, are we not seeing tent cities? Is there a deficit? Has any party reduced the deficit? That's at a trillion. What plus. benefit is it? See, I always said this. This is where my being a liberal or radical leftist, because I, I kind of support these kind of things. I support people in general. I say the world shouldn't be my ashtray or my toilet. So I care about these things. I care about homeless people and the lack of jobs. But the truth is, neither party has done much of anything on those issues. That's what I just said. President Obama's administration is about to be over. First African American president. Does it feel any different to you than any other presidency? Okay. So when they get the next first woman president, then they're going to have the first Latino president and the first gay president. And I bet you they will all feel the same. They will all do pretty much nothing. Because the status quo is good enough. I tell people all the time, do you understand that in rough times for you, that rich folks are buying up everything? That's when you buy. It's a buy time when the economy is bad. When the economy is bad, and right now, if you want, you can go to Detroit and buy everything. Buy a block. Buy a high rise. I know people who were almost broke out here who are moving back to Detroit. Because they say it's going to eventually get better. I know they don't have a major market chain. They got roving packs of wild dogs. But Detroit will get better. But right now it's broke. So when you, if you have money, you can buy. So remember that. As tough as it is for you all, many of you, I know people who are sitting around shopping for summer houses. Because there's a bunch for sale. A whole bunch. Foreclosed on. 
So again, when it's hard for some people, it ain't hard for everybody. And so let's assume that the people who represent you, many of whom, most of whom are millionaires, your congressmen, your senators, most of whom are millionaires. And by the way, being a millionaire today really ain't that much because a million don't get you that long. A million is $200,000 a year for five years. <laughs> get you valet parking. <laughs> get you valet parking. So they millionaires. So they have a different benefit from you. And so they don't feel any pressure to change. There's no pressure on them. They go home. Their kids are in private school. They're eating the good food. They're having a great time. They're buying property. What's so bad? Oh, y'all. Oh. Okay. All right, Mark. I'm, I'm putting you. I'm doing a counter. You're the teacher. You got ten year olds in here, little girls, all diverse, and they want to talk about the voting process and how much. Oh, bullshit! You, you're gonna tell the kids that. Yeah, I want the kids to know the truth. I want my kids to grow up knowing that they should question the American process. It doesn't <clears throat> lying to our children. <clears throat> that does nothing. That does nothing. You can raise your children with a positive light on the world by insisting that they always question authority, that they always question policies, that they always question the mandates of the people who control the money. Always. And you can start by teaching your children that. I think it's bullshit to teach your children that America is the land of the free and the home of the brave and la di da di da Bullshit. Tell them about when it's time and appropriate times. They can know America killed off the Native American population. That slavery, depending on who you believe, between 100 million, 300 million, how many million? It's crazy numbers. Okay, people die. They talk about the six million Holocaust, the, and people all you named all of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, and all these tragedies. Right. What about the American Indians too? Oh no, that's every tragedy that's needs to I be think. acknowledged. All of them. When you combat racism, anti-Semitism, sexism, anywhere you combat it, everywhere. So that's why we have to work against those things. But part of that is acknowledging the history that America committed genocide against the Native Americans and stole their land. How many treaties did we break? It's in the hundreds. And to teach your children that truth. It's the truth. Okay? It's the truth. Now, teach them that 300 million black people died right. in, in the slave trade. And that America, the greatest country in the world, built its back on the blood of black slaves. Period. The truth. The truth. If, you, if that upsets you or hurt your feelings, well, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's the truth. Now, once you move forward to that, we could all establish our brotherhood. Because there is brotherhood today. It doesn't come from ignoring the past. It comes from acknowledging the past. So one thing I will say, Vic, mm-hmm. God bless our children because the children are moving forward. White kids, black kids. Latin kids, Asian kids, mm-hmm. they are moving forward. The hope is that when I see the kids right now, mm-hmm. they are so much better than us. That's why that's they why, are so much. Look, be- so I, they don't need to look, have lies. Look, they are they are so much better. God bless the children that we're raising because even though they don't want to do any work, <laughs> wait minute, they want to live at home to their thirty five. Okay, he just threw them under the bus. I'm going to protect you guys. I'm protecting. <laughs> they want to live at home to their thirty five. guys, they are less big. The youth <laughs> is the most progressive, the inventive group I've ever experienced. They're wonderful. He will be the one telling you that. 
Stop celebrating Santa Claus. I, I said our youth is the hope. The youth is the hope. They are better than us. But look at us. We're moving forward. We're learning to care for each other. Remember, y'all could tell how heated I get. Even I'm saying, remember, we have to learn to communicate with each other, accept each other's differences, and not go to violence. Has to stop. See, Has I, to stop. I know we're going to have a role play in here, and I can't wait. I'm just letting you guys know. One day, if we're lucky, and if somebody pays for us, and if we don't get too old, and if we don't fall down, we don't break our neck, and if we don't miss the bus and the metro rail and all that, Mario and I are going to get invited to be in front of some kids in elementary school and lecture and talk to them about this great, wonderful American history. And I'm going to be standing on the side of him. And I'm going to tell the start, truth. I'm going to have to go to the, I have to go to the restroom, and then I'll come right back after he ends. <laughs> the teachers will say, if you're not teaching the real America... Come on now. How are you going to teach American history? You got to then teach some Mexico history too and tell some of those old lies again. <laughs> wait, 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 like the Texas. Wait, wait. Texas was a bunch of rich slave owning landowners who didn't want to pay taxes to the Mexican government and led a revolution that then brought slavery full bore into Texas. So who are you supporting at the Alamo? <laughs> no. No, no, you do. <laughs> it might look a little hey, different, hey. Davy Crocker to Santa Ana. Did now, interesting. <laughs> interesting is, it is, and, 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 I, and I say this: you know, power co- corrupts more by the power, the powerful over the powerless. It's historical. I understand that, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation. I, believe me, I'm. I just don't get serious at this time because I think it's the best show of. The, it's mine. No, no, it's mine. I think that's all it's about, and I think the talking you're hearing right. is the idea of somebody saying the mic is on and the mic has always been there. They just didn't turn the switch on. So for those, I say still the process is good. I like the art of creative spiritual and knowledgeable progression and thinking outside the box. I think those things come through fruition and they offset a lot of times what has happened with the power, the ones who corrupt with the power because you have no history of any particular institution from any particular ethnic group or culture that's sustained. It's always been turned over. So whatever the example is, we don't have an Atlantean society, name a culture or a group that has sustained power as long as our history. It's always no, oh, it's always, always folded. So, always. so to me, it's a reflection of man. And typically, what happens that even that the poor may succumb to conditions that they can't fight the same way, somehow something comes in and removes that platform from under the, those who are the powerful, and it starts. Oh, think so there you go. That's all I'm saying. Well, at least with these final words at least I can tell you this I know of no time in history where one group of individuals has come to another group of individuals and uplifted them Right. there's been no groups who've come to another kingdom or another land and uplifted the people educated them did things, showed them benefit of enlightenment and attempted to uplift them, as far as I can tell in the history of mankind that has never happened. Right. So therefore, some of you should stop waiting for it to happen. You know, some folks waiting on a change. Ain't got enough sense to come in out of the rain. <laughs> they still out there like this. Come please help us. <laughs> so I want you to understand. As far as I can tell, even historically, there's no history of coming to help the poor. <laughs> they they help themselves 
They made themselves rich, and whatever crumbs fell from their table made the plight of the poor better. There you go. And then to quote a young person that I spoke to recently who told me, I vote to prove it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I'm Mario Hemsley. This has been the good news, the bad news, and definitely the other shit. Think about it. Got a little heavy. But remember, love each other. Remember, love each other. That's right. Now, because I told you guys at their Thanksgiving dating, at your Thanksgiving table, there will probably be at least somebody there who's a bigot, uh, hates Muslims, hates gays, <laughs> you know, hates progress. Everybody's got this around them, and we love them in spite of that. So remember that. So I'll keep calm and be good. All right. Now, before we get ready to do new new sports and hot picks, I got to show you the latest slideshow animation that we do here. Every week, Victor does wonderful photography as part of the Triple Banger Friday. And I told you the Triple Banger Friday. It's not what it sounds like. It sounds a lot better. <laughs> anyway, it's not that. But I get to take those photos and I make a slideshow animation. Take a look and we'll be right back with the new new sports. Than the hot picks. Here we go. Oh 
the Santa Claus chat, you know, but a lot of people feeling down. <laughs> well, if you're feeling down, that's why drugs exist. <laughs> that's cold, man. That's cold. <laughs> you use that in the I don't know. I don't have, listen, if I, had to, if I had to answer for that shit, I'd be a millionaire by damn self. <laughs> yeah. Try to fix that. Good luck. Damn, man. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what? Weak as I don't what? know, man. I feel like to... I'm about to cuss out the mailman after that that, that exhale you did, man. <laughs> I ended up saying we're all brothers. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. Well, here you go. You guys will feel better. So now we're going to have some sports, and then we're going to have some scantily clad people. Oh, conservative. Very conservative. Ready? Yeah, man. This time of Victor Adler's new new sports. Victor Adler's unique neo-urban fan-based view of sports. That's right. Written and directed by Victor Allen, the bald-headed black man. That's right. Rub his head and make a wish because he's the man. And now, here is the man that the ladies have nicknamed Sexual Chocolate. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Vic. Yeah. Tricky Vic. Sports. Shot straps. Foot fungus. I'm telling you. That's a lot of extra, dude. Sports. That's a lot of extra. Mofos. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? 
<laughs> you know, you just wrong, man. You just wrong. Hey, man, look, this is. I think somebody's getting some undue attention, man. And, and all I want to know is when somebody takes it on the chin, do they get up again and then punch you right back? And do they deserve it? And far as we are concerned, March Madness. You know, nobody could do wrong because these are all students. They're all celebrating. Some in their last years, man, you know, tears flowing. I'm watching senior day uh, for a lot of the athletes who are, you know, doing the homage to the coach. You know, tears flowing. Then we run into Coach K. And I'm, I'm not sure which side I should be on, but I'm going to call this Twitter me Samuel L. Jackson. So when I say that, I just want you to understand what that means. I'm just saying this, no. Coach Coach K dogs. This is how tw- Sam Sam did. He says so. Coach K dogs a kid, lies about it, half ass apologizes, and it's all good. And if you guys don't know all about it, if you haven't heard, deals with of course Dylan Brooks, Oregon, as they defeated uh, the Blue Devils. Before the game's over, he hoists up the three pointer. To burn out time because he's gonna have to turn the ball over anyway. And then, well, you don't know his. Well, well if you just said what his reasons for doing it. You, know, you don't know I, what his don't, reasons were. No, no. What he I'm just threw up a pass. He threw. He, well, he threw up. T- typically, when the team relaxes and the game's over and it's like 13 point lead and there's a few seconds left, you go, okay, hey, relax. Well, he hoisted it, but the clock would have had more time. Right, I'm just saying you were supposing his reasons, which I I have no idea what it is. No, I have no idea. But, but, do you believe in professional lip readers? (laughs) Well, yeah, and I, yeah. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Okay, no, wait. In fact, I've read some lips myself. (laughs) I just got a different message. Wait a minute. Let me say this. Have we not watched football and, and read some lips and they were clear on what they were saying? Yeah, I've, and Pornhub too. <laughs> right, so let's They're just say this. Clear. All right, so so this is my point. Coach K even backtracked and said he should have, and he apologizes for actually trying to say what he had, what he had deferred because the uh, Dylan t- said the truth. He told me point blank, "I'm a better man than that," and have to do that. Coach K comes back because. Media gets in the game, you know what happens. So the professional lip readers come out, and everybody's hitting them, saying, "We can read what he said, no problem." Most people are slamming coach. I'm not. I'm actually sitting here going, "Twitter me, Samuel L. Jackson." He didn't cut. So this is my whole point. Everybody's siding with Sam, right? And I'm going. Well, I, is, is well most, I'm, most most of who media. Okay. Yeah. Like, what? Since we don't care what they right. say, we don't care, right? So my point is this: wonder if I did get in your ear and said, said this. Blah 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 blah. Don't you ever do that stuff again? Uh, and it just slam on you, and everybody says, "Hey, look, you know, don't lie about it." I said, "What difference does it make? What? Why do you believe? You believe I'm a god of basketball that I I don't fall, I don't make mistakes." Coach K is not that person you put up here above all else. He's like any other person and any other man or woman if you want to use the comparison of knowledge and we all fail. So for me, I'm going, Sam, why are you all in this mix, man? Leave it alone. Maybe this is the genius of Twitter. 
And I, that's why I'm sitting up here going like this. I said, this wins both ways. I'm defending Coach K because I think he was right. And I think Sam was right. It all depends on what the goal is. The lip reader only serves as something, a fodder that you could use as a balancing act to say, well, you know what, Coach did say that. I said, what difference does it make? So Twitter me, Samuel L. Jackson. I need to Twitter more like you, man, because you want the impact, don't you? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So you tell Consider me. the source. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Give me some. In other words, what I'm saying is I don't agree with this at all. First of all, I don't think he dogged the kid. What he said, even though he shouldn't be speaking to the other team, he didn't say anything that was profoundly provocative or threatening or anything. He said, you're a better player. He expressed an opinion, which he shouldn't have done, but to me, on a violation scale of 1 to 10, that's a 3. I'm sorry. It means nothing. And then the other thing is that Sam, you could take a lesson for how to apologize for stuff from Coach K. Because the apology that he offered to me came across well done and sincere. So those of you who are going to apologize in the future, including you, Sam, and some of your hangout buddies like Charles, y'all would do well to take a good lesson from Coach K on how to issue apology. Of course, then you'd have to learn how to write it yourself, though. <laughs> Twitter universe. See, think. See, I'm taking it from here. Oh yeah, well, Twitter. the Twitter. You, now, the other thing now, is, a bunch of people been waiting to get on his butt anyway. You know, they say he's not the nice guy that he can. Well, first of all, he trained under Bobby Knight. Yes. So what is that? <laughs> I saying. don't expect him to be those things. I just say, in all fairness, right? He, he did do something wrong. He did lie about it. He then admitted he lied about it. And he issued an apology that was more credible than most. So right. I'm done with it. I mean, it wasn't like the biggest offense in the world anyway. Right. There was more than an offense that he got tried to lie about it, and that's what made it look bad. Yeah. But you know, it goes to show that everybody lies. Well, and a lot of sometimes, times. of course, not you all. But no. Yeah. Look, like I know you never I, stole from your mother's purse well, see, of course neither did I neither see, and remember <laughs> no. the, the one pulling the strings <laughs> here that's why I said the media and we try our best to say we're not part of media right well, we're, we're I, different we're I, different right hey I want to know one way or the other so at least I can celebrate it. if we are part of the media thank God we can celebrate it because we have never been an insider so which one do we have to be blamed as being part of the media and get right. none of the benefits right Cause we ain't part of shit, okay? <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> On one hand, you can blame us for being both things, and what's the benefit? Lord, what's dude. the benefit? So no, I'm just we saying. are just random brothers. Yeah, hey, look, believe what you like. Los Angeles, California. I'm, I'm saying, great job, Sam, keeping yourself in the social media mix. Yeah, and 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 as love the commercials though. And, and love look, the commercials. No, the commercials are great. Love those commercials and, with Charles and, right. and Spike. They're and, wonderful. And Coach K, good job, Sam. Let me say this. No matter what. Sometimes it's better that they see something that's imperfect because you yeah. know it pays better now totally. in a lot of different ways. That's why I say they both win. Well, isn't that the lesson for your kids again? Yeah. See, people to me crack me up with just trying to present your kids with this perfect right. image of the perfect world. Right. That is some stupid shit. <laughs> I'm right. telling my kid, this is what happens when you make the mistake of lying. Right. This is a lie, son. Right. Daughter, this is a lie. This is what happens when you lie. And, and, and you have to then go back and atone for the lies. And, right. Uh, and, you don't need to be making up some fantasy story about, well, honey, you know, in the world, and that's why your kids end up being the Little shits they are because you would tell the truth. I want you guys to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not consider any of your kids to be little shit stains. Some so, of them are. <laughs> Some not. of them, are, you know, when you meet their parents, you now you understand. 
That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Miko's in the chat room on Meerkat. She said earlier, she said, old butt talking mess. When you gonna have some kids? See, I, kids, I'm shooting blanks. <laughs> right. Ejaculating dust. <laughs> okay. All right. All I got right. cobwebs in, in right. my condom pocket. Right. Okay, let me go <laughs> to the next one. The next story up is more of a celebration and recognition because I always say that at the end of the day, some stories don't get told when they've accomplished something already and we haven't reached the championship round. And I want to give a big uh, shout out to the Cuse. And I'll wait till Mario roll up. Uh, who? The Cuse. I call him Sarah Cuse. Because going unnoticed is that the men and women's team have made it to the final four. Oh, yeah. And nobody's really saying anything about it. And I'm sitting up here going, do you understand that they both have made it? Because you know Connecticut is going to be the ladies' uh, other side of the finals. We already know that. But if they make it there, I want to give props to the men and women of Syracuse. Because do they call the women the orange men, too? Yes. They do? Because that's the whole thing. It's the Syracuse orange men. Yes, they do. And so how are they going to do with the women? Orange. Right. First of all, how they get the orange anyway? Anybody know where the orange part came? <laughs> right. They're, not, they're not in Florida. I'm there, man. I'm they're, there they're in Syracuse, New York. Did this be the orange. This is my ode to... All right. Well, this, I, I'm with you, Vic. Hey, look. This is my ode. I call them Badass Universe City. Yes. That's what I'm giving Syracuse. Bravo. It, I don't have to wait for you guys to go win it because you both are in it at this point. So I'm cool with that. And uh, Syracuse will go against North Carolina, which is uh, uh, number one. And then uh, Washington. I love those lady ballers. And Washington will go against Syracuse in the women's division. So, hey, just want to give you props <laughs> on that. But I want to go to what I call the college game profits. I always like to pick somebody. Ben Simmons has been the talk of the town from LSU. Of course, they're not in March Madness. But there's always been this other player who got game, and his game is clearly game. But they haven't wrapped their arms around him as much. And until Kobe kind of came over and blessed this brother by watching his game, Buddy Yield basically said, Look, the prophets of college broadcasting journalism say, Give us Ben Simmons. But in the meantime, we get Buddy Yield. I want to give him props because he said, as soon as I saw Kobe was here in his last game, he said, I knew I had to put on a show. So when somebody sits there and says, notice if you say ESPN is here, if you sit back and say another sports organization is there, he says, I have to put on a show for Kobe. Now that's playing with power, you guys. And I'm only saying this. What the do you passing of the guard. Hey, look, and Kobe even said, and, and Kobe even said, man, got man, can play, man, he got game. He put up that thirty-seven. He's he's real. So I want to turn around and say, have you watched Buddy Yield play yet? Yes, I actually watched the thirty for thirty. I think it was a thirty. One of the stories about his his whole upcoming. And again, people forget the work ethic these right. guys have. You guys, you know, you're talking about people just like Steph Curry. When they hit those half court shots, right? What if they tell you they shot half court shots a hundred times a day? Right, hundred times. Right. You know, just like Larry Bird used to shoot what five hundred right. shots, you know, a day, some ridiculous number. Work ethic, good brother. Man. Grounded, 
you know, humble brother, reminds you in a lot of ways of the Kawhi Leonard type more yeah, absolutely. focused, man. you know, not a big mouth or anything, but a positive energy, so I, I love it, man, I love it. Inside and out game. I love it. He's lit it up. And, and, and to me, mm. the part that I, I kept looking at, I said, wow, you guys are really embracing Ben. No slight on Ben. I can't wait. But if I'm watching a player right now, I'm watching the player that's delivering now, not necessarily the prospect he's going to be in the NBA later. So right now, Ben may not be doing what you aspire him to be, but Buddy is delivering it and taking it further. And I want to give respects to the man who's basically going, the NBA will be there, maybe I'll get there, but I'm enjoying how I'm playing right now. So props to uh, Oklahoma, got to give it up to him. I know Mario loves uh, loves those Sooners, right, Mario? <coughs> You know, right? But I'm not against them, <laughs> right? You're just not for. Them. You know, it's the, the the nature of basketball today, especially right. in the March Madness. The teams are not who we see them as. The schools kind of aren't even who we see them as anymore. Right. So part of what I'm always taking in is the culture that seems to come with the different schools. Right. The way things are changing, the way the youth has impacted us and the ways we approach the game a lot more lightheartedness you guys right i like it vic yeah a lot more li- not so much regimentation military macho stuff right more fun it looks like the coaches are more down to earth more right. human more play more friendship amongst the players right. Vic. so i you know you feel the youthful energy <laughs> yeah as opposed to the pros just right. by how they act on the sideline right so i'm loving it Vic. Okay. i'm loving it a uh, big shout out to uh, a local school not quite local as it relates to our, our geography, but nationally, Chino Hills men's boys go undefeated, ranked number one in USA Today's poll or all other national polls. Unfortunately, we'd love to see you guys play in the sporting goods uh, national competition where all the teams, all the uh, top 10 or 15 teams are invited to play at this round robin to see who ultimately is the championship. But because of the agreement and because they don't have a contract for whatever reason, they're not going to participate. So at the end, love the uh, Ball Brothers all going to UCLA. Can't wait to see you next year. Two Ball Brothers and a cousin. Three all on one team. They go undefeated. Shout out to you guys, man. Love what you're doing. All right, we're going to exit out a couple of Q&As real quick, Mario. Simply is this. Go to State Warriors are 66 and 7 right now. What about 74 wins, man? What will they go undefeated for the rest of the regular season and hit 75? Oh, I don't know. They have a they have a few good big ones. Don't they have to play San Antonio twice? Possibly. Do you think Greg Popovich is going to have Tim Duncan get out there for those last games or save up his legs? I think he's going to use them wisely in the way that they've been using him so far. Right. You can't argue with Pop, I no. have to admit. No. He seems to have the way of knowing what to do and when to pull and what trigger, di- whatever. Think about it. You go out there to press against uh, the Spurs, I mean uh, uh, Warriors, last game or two. And that's more important than saving him for the playoffs. I say that San Antonio won't be a big significant impact because I just think his history, Popovich always saves because he's going. Best well, we'll record. see. We'll see. Even though I'm not they sure he's lost. saving, they you know, with with Aldridge doing what he's doing, there's a there's a shift right already in the focus of the of the game plan. He saved so his legs. So that's there. That's there. So he saved his legs. Okay, quick Q and A. Another one. 
Blake Griffin begins his four-game suspension being medically cleared. If he didn't have a suspension, he'd be playing the next game. Four-game suspension, and he returns. Big difference for the Clippers. Wait, he returned and he has another suspension? Well, he already had it, but they don't count it until he comes off an injury. Oh, that's what it was. They didn't count it because... So you can't have the injury and be suspended. No. Ain't that... (laughs) You would be thinking, damn, I'm glad I got this this injury during the suspension. Right. In other words... We go. This is a, this is money. This is money. Yeah, I money. don't think the Clippers can't beat the big teams anyway. Even with him. Even with him, they just seem to have a thing, right? That they cannot beat the big teams. And as much as I love Chris Paul, he can. He can't. He just cannot be this. He can have a solid game, but when he has a solid game, for example, against Golden State, right. they have a superb game. Well, they got a bench, it, it, right? If he hits, if, if, if if CP three, if CP gets, uh, you know, fifteen, uh, Curry will have thirty five. Right, right. If they can't, they, they just no. They, it's amazing to me. The Clipper has is the most has the most depth of any team that still can't seem. To big beat the the, the big guys. No, well, their best players really were uh, activating last year, and then some of them they they've already moved. They don't have the legs. Uh, it's one thing not have the bench, having the legs. Golden State to me has changed the game in one way: that from top to bottom, everybody's in. There's no laggers. You know who actually lags, but he's the not big in there. center. Bur- right. Bogut. Bogut. He may and lag. He's still, and he's and the he, only one. And he he's does, still running. He's, because he doesn't have to play 38, 5, 40 exactly. minutes. So they are constantly from conditioning going like this. Bench comes in. We're running with it. We're moving. And the Clippers and other teams, even San Antonio, you have to slow them down. That's the best way. You can't run with them. So my guess is this. They're talking about 73 wins. I think they're going to get 74. Bam. Sports over, man. Did you have a new sports? Tune in every week. It's part of the recurring series. Did you have a new sports? Mondays we do it as part of the Morning Coffee with Mario show. You get to see and hear Victor's unique insight in today's world of sports. Enjoy. I can't wait for this. This is going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult because you guys got to go back and ask some of your parents. You have to go back and try to look at some old pictures and try to get relative what it was like to say, is it better being James Bond in the 60s or Elvis Presley in the 60s? We're going to put up part one for you. Stay tuned for Hot Picks, y'all. Yeah, Hot Picks coming up. Hot Picks by Vic. Whoa.
Okay, here we go. We're ready for this last segment for our morning coffee triple banger. We actually have two shows that have triple bangers in it. Broken up into segments. Anyway, hey, you know what I do every week? I sit back and go, everybody looks at pictures. Why not pay homage to those who are taking pictures? Nobody actually does that with me. I understand I'm not at the top of the list. I'm not even being interviewed. But that doesn't take away what's most important here. That we enjoy the history of beautiful people, specifically women, in entertainment, modeling, and other. Now, this is going to be difficult, Mark, because there's nothing like today's presentations when women are showing what they call their skills. Their skills, we call it now. Their skills. We call it skills. (laughs) Okay. Now, show me some skills. Right, with the skills. So what I had to do is say, look, some people sit back and always uh, say, how, how come you don't feature this? How do you don't feature that? It's always a long list. I decided to say, well, let me go to the kings, ones that right live on right now. James Bond has lived on since the early 60s. Elvis Presley started in the 50s. So I came to it a convergence to say, let me go find three women for Elvis, three women for James Bond. And you tell me, in a 10-9 score, each one, 10-9. And we're going to find why out. Why you got to always lock us into the score? 10-9, man. 10-9. You know so, why? Because it won't do any good if you go three. Right, so I want to make sure I understand. Yes. You went and got the finest female co-stars. That had co Both Elvis. Right. And James Bond. In the 60s. Though. I remember Kitty. <laughs> Right. Uh, pussy galore. Now, now, wait a minute. Now, <laughs> let else. me say something. Let me say something. I looked for her. The problem you have with going back with pictures like that? Uh-huh. Ursula. 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 Same. Small. Really? No, yeah. no big. No. Well, not what okay. you think. Well, so, I'm excited. I have to get my robe open. <laughs> okay. Here we, here we go. So, I have to keep this entertaining. You guys do the best you can. We're going to start off with number one. This is Deborah Paget. She represents a co-star role with mm. Elvis Presley. Mm. Love. <laughs> Keeping it simple. Let me blow it up a little bit. <laughs> okay. That's his... Elvis got that good stuff. Now, I want you guys to know this. There's about 50 Love. to 100 women that can be in these categories. I have to start off with somebody. I'm not telling you they're the best. She bad. I'm just telling you that... She bad. <laughs> that th- these are the ones with the best pictures. That's the difference. Jose, what do you think? <laughs> Okay. Bobby, what you think? All right, 10 9 score. Bobby! 10 9 score, Mario. What do you ten. think? 10! Okay, you already, you know. You Man, I was here. I wish I could see her navel. See, they, they would show you navel. <laughs> belly button in those days. I wish I could see her belly button. Right. I want to lick some lint out of it. Oh, okay. All right. Look, 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 look. so far, <laughs> we know we know the fellas are from old school. You know why? Oh. PMC, Mac, all went 10. You know why? Lovely tender. Yes, they, they all watched this back in the day. Even when they were young and had barely hair on their chin. Ask your parents. Well, Mac, you Mac, you old. <laughs> you know any of these, Mac? Let us, Mac, tell us the ones you remember. Yes, I'm GNN Bureau Chief. <laughs> Mac McAllister, 76 and, years And, Brick, I got your 10. So we got 10s across the board. Brick Lamb. Deborah Padgett. And this is considered conservative <laughs> by the standards today, but still a lovely black and white photo. <laughs> I'm going to leave these guys alone. They're already having their own conversation. All right, good. We're going to keep it going, man. You've heard of this name. It's very simple. Jill St. John. Oh, yeah. Remember Jill. Right? All right. Yeah. There you go. Now, it's very simple. Isn't that also from Gilligan? No, not that That one. one. No, no, no. Not that one. 
Man, look at this. Yeah, Miko, I got your 10. I got your 10. 10! She, she gave 10 for uh, Deborah Padgett. I got you. No problem. Mar, you going 10 on here. I'm going 10. I hope y'all can't, y'all can't see it on that one. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's light on the screen. Sorry about that. Okay, so far, PMC, ten. Mario are going 10. You see, you guys are easy. This is 10. This is easy. Bricklay old, too. Okay, Mac, 10. Older than me. Wow, man, 10. Unbelievable. You guys are too easy. Okay, what do you like about this photo, Mario? Naked woman. Okay, you know what? That usually works for me. Except you're on that scale. Pretty much. I'm a man. Oink, oink. Oh, man. Oh, man. So you're not going to say how she took the photo, the line? Oh, yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, that too. How she took the photo. How did that's called? Yeah. Four that's minutes left on you, Facebook, so y'all, y'all right. I'm sorry. Get what you Tell can. them to switch over. Tell yeah, them switch, switch over. over. Those on Facebook, if it cuts off on you, go to packstereo.mobi. M-O-B-I. All right. Packstereo.mobi. Okay. We got tens across the board, except Miko. You may have an argument with Miko. She says eight. She don't like the hairdo. <laughs> That's cold. That's cold. Miko goes eight. I'm gonna give Miko a break. She didn't know it's a ten nine score, so I'm gonna still give her a break. That's I'm gonna call it a nine. Yeah, that's like he has these special conditions yes. again, Miko. I got my own rules. Got my own rules. Let's go to the next. You've uh, heard of this one. This one. It's gonna be interesting. She just simply calls herself Anne Margaret. You'll have to blow up the picture. She was what? Ooh, I remember Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Anne Margaret and Carnal Knowledge. Oh. And Margaret, she, I'm telling you, she had some sexy, oh. sexy, sexy roles, and she even came back and did some as a as a senior actress. And sexy still, this ten, is, this she is, was bad. You know, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't. I have to say something vulgar. Wait a minute. If it was and I even sleep in the wet spot. Okay, let me just do it. Back up on some information here. We um, sleep in the wet spot. Rick Lake told Miko she's a hater on Jill St. John. Also, Jill St. John represented the James Bond equation. Okay. And Anne Margaret is now under the Elvis yeah. equation as a co-star. She had a thing. She had a thing. thing with Elvis. Yes. They, but they said it was best of friends. Yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> right. I hope he laid some of that pipe. Okay. Stop encouraging, bro. Stop encouraging. Yeah, get a visual of Elvis doing Anne Margaret. That's a visual I could work oh, with. Oh. Uh, even, you know. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm a man. Hey, look. Snorkel, snorkel. You know what? Bricklay went nine. Oh, come on, Chester. <laughs> Mac went ten. I, I just saying. That's your piss because it's Vic. You're biased by Vic's picture. Uh, no, no, and no. And the wonderful art in the background. <laughs> no, no. See, that, look at that picture in the background. That's what's messing with your head. Plus, we all hated them kind of bedspreads anyway. Oh, Miko drops a ten. Wow. You know what? You know what it is, Mario? Women like to vote on the quality and not just, you know, skin, man. You know how that's one of their special talents. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> See, ten. So, so what's a special talent? Everybody drops ten except Bricks. Bricks is not happy special. with. Not, well, I'm not saying he's not happy. He's just saying nine. She's bad. All right, all right. No. Let's go to the next. The next one. This one is uh, this certain lady coming under the James Bond role. They call her Caroline Monroe. Very simple. James Bond tend to have a little bit more skin in his women. I don't know. She's kind of funny looking. Nope. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. I'm just letting you know. 
I'm not sure about this one. Why? What? What's the problem? You tell. I don't know. Something funny about her face. What are you trying to say? Her nose. What are you trying to say? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Check her. Yeah, check him. Wait, no, no, no. Make sure that no. the rest of anatomy's no. all right. You know what? Sometimes you gotta check him. At, yeah. If, if you go, got a handle on it, I guarantee. Mar, you remember the Sinbad movies where they had the animation and everything? Oh yeah. Go see her in that. You won't feel the same. Well, she be animated. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Here's your the pic. I'm just wondering if she has a penis in this picture. Stop. Stop. Never know. You hate to find out later. No, wait a minute. Everybody's What's going happening? nine. The fucking fairy. Everybody's home. going nine. Oh man. Everybody, because because something's funny about it. <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know. It might sneak up on you with the strap on. Okay. Thank you, Facebook. What is your ten nine score, man? I know what you're gonna do. You can't say all nine. That. Nine, I knew it. Everybody went nines across the board. Understandable, understandable. And that comes under James Bond. Now James Bond had had some ladies. Did Elvis have them better? Let's go to the next one, Mark. Let's roll it up. Uh, all I can say is that if you had a bottle and you actually wanted a genie in the bottle, it would be called Bar- Barbara Eve. I dream of genie. She did a Playboy spread. That's right. Now she I went back and got that reprint. Co- co-star with Elvis. Mm. Co-star with Elvis. Mm. Now that's I dream genie. of genie. We all dream the genie. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I think more adolescent males of my age use that as a source of inspiration than almost any other. That was before Elvira. That we all was doing genie in our imagination. That's right. right. Had, I had wishes like a mother. You had okay. Genie, I wish. Genie, I wish. Genie. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Where you went? Wait a minute. I wish you did. Can I dream? Wait a minute. Do you know Ma- Mario? Talk to Mac. Do you know he said I did not dream of Jean? Talk to Mac. He don't remember what he was dreaming of. He just woke up wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm having funny dreams. That is cold. I'm having these funny dreams. That is cold. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Give Mac. Me- Mac. Oh, back! Come on, now. Stop. Give me a ten. Give me a ten. You got a ten on ten. So so far we got two tens. Major, major. Mac nine. Uh, Miko's definitely says ten. Brick, we're waiting for Brick. He says nine. So obviously, fuck it, fairy. Mario. We know this came out in the sixties. You watched I Dream of Genie. Yes, religiously. Did you you not wish every incarnation? Any girl that you thought of back in the day would be in a bottle as your genie. Or did you just think of Barbara Eaton? I think I just, because I was also in love with the Partridge family. I did her a lot in my dreams, too. Like the Partridge sisters and then the Brady girls. I got them, too. I did some I did some nasty stuff to the Brady girls oh, really? in my dreams. Okay. The best two minutes you could ever have. I'm leaving that one alone. I'm not I'm even, saying, I'm not even I, going. These are the women. I'm not going there. In my day, we had to get off on the breast. We had to get off on the, uh, yeah, the, bra, yeah. the bra ads in the magazine. This is extra. <laughs> This is Remember that Vic, the hot bra I, You know what? I really didn't enjoy watching what I call, what I, I, I call them gun barrels. You know, they were pointed gun barrels, you know, whatever. All right. So, so far, let me just revamp on Barbara Eden. We got a 10 for Mario, Mac 9, 10 PMC, Brick 9, Miko 10. Let's go to the next. This is going to be interesting. I don't know if everybody's going to remember this young lady, but she comes under James Bond and Rare. That's Gloria right. Hendry. Hendry. That's right. She was a Playboy centerfold too. You may have to uh, close up. One of more. the few. One That's of the right. few black ones. One of the few black ones. So she was a Bond girl. Yes. From uh, uh, Live and Let Die. 
Man, you're good, man. Because you're that good. was the Bond novel that had the black folks. Yeah, on. yeah. This, this is for her. She's trailblazing in a way. There were a couple of uh, 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 African American women back in the day. So this, she's not the only one. Look at those ass. <laughs> I'm looking. Look at that afro. <laughs> Have me one too, shit. All right, afro. wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right, so the, this is gonna be easy. PMC ten, Mac ten, Mario what? Ten. Ten. What else? Let's see. Wait for Brick and Miko. Brick and Miko. What do you think Brick is gonna give? Brick. You know he's caught up. I know. He's gonna give it a ten. You think so? Yeah, he's gonna give. He'll have a flashback. He went ten. I tell you, he had a flashback. He had to just think back. I think this is a bias. It's an African American bias. They all went ten. No, she deserves it, man. She deserves it. She's hot, man. She's hot. I love the afro, man. I love the afro. So there we go. We got all the scores in for this first six. I will probably have a part one and two and three roll back Mario so we can see who the winners are. All right, now here comes the rollback. We started out with Deborah Paget, an Elvis girl. Then we went right to Jill St. John from the Bond series of Hotties. Coming up next, Anne Margaret, Viva Las Vegas. Remember her and Elvis? And of course, the Bond girl, Caroline, Caroline Monroe. Mm. Mm. All right, Barbara Eden and Elvis. We dream of Jeannie. And of course, last but not least, Gloria Hendry, Black Bond Girl. Goonie Google. Okay. Goonie Google. Yeah, here here we go. Goonie Google. We're going to break it down to it's a two way tie. One Elvis, one James Bond. For first place, it's between. You guys will make the vote. You will change the impact. Deborah Paget, perfect score. Top of the list versus Gloria Hendry. Perfect score. Bottom of the list. Now, I'm not going to give you the breakdown on the other conditions because it's almost equal. I mean, it's one for each score. It's like a trade-off. It's almost three girls for Bond, three girls for Elvis. It's almost a tie. The breaking of the tie is what you guys vote on between Deborah Paget and Gloria Hendry. Mario, who are you pulling for first? Who's your I number mean, one? Based on <laughs> Between Deborah and Gloria. Who's your number one? I would pick Deborah Padgett. Oh, we got a vote for Deborah Padgett. Oh, okay. Got a D. We got PMC. He, so that's a, and that's an old picture. <laughs> and PMC goes with Gloria. And then Matt goes with Deborah. So we got two to one. Okay, Miko. Somebody's got to break the tie. They're like, channel your lesbian side. <laughs> Somebody's got to break the tie. Let's see. I want to see who's going to break it. Come on, a couple of seconds. Mar, you already gave me your vote, right? Yes, Deborah. Right. Deborah. And oh, Matt goes Deborah too. Oh, Deborah. Oh, dang, there it is. Rick Lake says Deborah. 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 Deborah is it. Deborah is number one, which means Elvis still is the king for round one. He still has the baddest co-stars versus James Bond. But when I go to the 70s, it won't be fair because Elvis was Elvis going down. was going down here. <laughs> he was going downhill. Round one goes to Elvis. He's the man. That's it for Hot Picks, you guys. Thanks a lot. Bang, bang. Wow. Hot Picks. 
Wow, you guys. Remember, you got to tune in next week for part two of Hot Picks. Well, thank you all for tuning in. This has been Morning Coffee with Mario. We're every Monday. We're going to syndicate this throughout the week. Remember, go to PacStereo.tv. That's my own private playground where you can watch everything. PacStereo.club is our online community where you could join and promote self. And then PacStereo.mobi, M-O-B-I, for your smartphone, your tablet, say you can. Thank you, Meerkat. Thank you all for being there. Peace! Like a young MC, yeah, soda, that will be me. I'm thinking about putting down the mic one day, then I get some more love. Thanks for the love you gotta play. Yeah! What can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish me. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth, but somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball, yeah. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to right the wrongs of my past world. So let me walk this off my wrist like my name's girl. Articulate my thoughts. Clearly like Professor Les Do you remember Rap City with Dijon and Les I'm looking at the front door Bless the main source You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course I was spitting when you was a kid You doing what I did, you know I still got it Why you brag about it? I be on solo Making my money's grow residual I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA I was spitting when you was a kid You doing what I did, you know I still got it Why you brag about it? I be on solo Making my money's grow residual I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA But really, I write songs I like to do it like this once in a while To show some versatility and make you all smile It's been a long time coming, I know I feel it too The more I take a break, it's like the more I break through With my time and space, boy, funk, I'm on point You bless this microphone every time I anoint The pen, the pad, I face the bad head on You skate inside the music, see my diaries The song and song, till I write my next verse Then I go again, into the studio I feel I gotta flow again This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe to be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This seems just music to me. It's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki Some of my line of funds, but in real life I'm more like Shashi Arcola, I told you, I'm funky like granola Bars, can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast As I pass on your gold baby stash I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. So there you go. Bam.